with your hosts, Sebastian Martinez and Eric Pajowski. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 10 of the S-Tier Podcast, live on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Yes, and this will be available on Spotify and whatnot, your favorite podcast, wherever you, wherever you go to. It'll be available Wednesday, audio-wise. But, not a bad week. Well, I can't complain on my side. Same. I'm dealing with allergies, well, but... <laughs> well, I, except for that president's speech, I was... Eh. Yeah. Was, <laughs> you can tell our president's not ready for war. Oh, yeah. But you know what? Given a lot of the stuff that's coming out of Ukraine... Russia really ain't, we, we all thought they were going to be like, oh, this evil Iron Empire's coming. No, they just a bunch of fuck-ups. <laughs> it's bad company all over again. <laughs> I, I saw a video yesterday where uh, they're all on the road, right? All those Russian soldiers, they're getting shot at. No one's taking cover. No one's hi- No one's hiding. They're getting shot at by Ukrainians like crazy over there. So it seems like the Russian military hasn't been training their military, and they're so like, here, here's your gun, get out there. Yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> so, yeah, we're good. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it was such a wild thing, just seeing all this stuff go on. But, uh, let's see, um, there was some cool stuff that happened. It's, this is more of a thing, hold on, I'm trying to share this onto our actual page. Thanks for that, Facebook. Always, always. Um, I'm not allowed on Facebook yet. Yeah. <laughs> You're in Facebook jail for one more day. <laughs> yeah, a couple more hours. <laughs> well, uh, I'll pull this up as Facebook's reloading. Uh, the paleontology community. Um, well, they're in flux right now. A new paper came out about the Tyrannosaurus. Uh, this guy wants to basically differentiate the different types of T-Rexes there are. Well, we know there's multiple sources of kind of T-Rexes. Yeah, the, what he what he wants to do is actually turn the Tyrannosaurus uh, genus into three species, which is the T-Rex, the T-Regina, and the T-Imperator. And I'm thinking the T-Regina is basically Tyrannosaurus queen, basically. And I'm thinking, you know what? That would actually fit the other gender of the T-Rex. Listen, Jeff Goldblum said it best. Why are we trying to play God? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Well, I I look at it this way because we have, uh, here in Chicago, we have Sue. And that's a female T-Rex. It would be considered T-Regina considering this thing that he's proposing and that makes sense if it's a different gender if it's you know male t-rex female t-regina and if it's an alpha t-rex it'd be a t-imperator where it's big as hell and all that that would explain a lot and it'd be cool to see in one of the you know whenever they uh, decide to do more jurassic movies be you know just differentiate what kind of tyrannosaur is in the park and whatnot that'd be cool as hell to see it's it's really something though they're 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 people are Saying there needs to be more evidence because all this guy had was just the differentiation of their femurs. Yeah, that's not much evidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's so funny. They're gonna be fighting over this for a minute. Yeah, 
<laughs> All right, and we are. Come on, come on, come on. There we go. We are now. Uh, this is now on the Facebook page. All right. So yeah, that was it. Was cool to see in that it's you know still controversial as whatever, but I could see adapting the T Regina thing just to switch out you know different species, not different species, different genders and all that. The two different genders between the Tyrannosaur, but you know you never know. They'll probably just stay T Rex for a while. Yeah, because we were born, raised to know that a T Rex is. The biggest one. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the, supposed to be the the king of the dinosaurs, but then we found out about the Giganotosaurus, the giant one that can actually eat it. <laughs> we found out about that. That's just on land in yeah. the water. That's huger. The Mosasaurus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, bro. There's so many other things out there that can fight a T Rex. <laughs> but. You know, that's all old stuff, but I thought that was a cool thing to bring on. It's not as riveting as I would think, but <laughs> it's paleontology shit. What else can you do with it? Other than go, oh, that's cool. What does this have to do with anything? <laughs> it has to do with things about dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. All right, well, we got some... This is, this might be a short one. Uh, Dietrich might be running late. I got a message he probably won't be able to get on. He might get on in the middle. I'm not sure. Um... He was supposed to come on today. I'm not. Uh, it's a lot of family stuff he's dealing with. Hey, family always comes first. Oh yeah, that's number one priority. I told him that. I said, "Hey, yeah, don't worry about, don't worry about this. This little, this little thing that we do. Mm -hmm. Jump on later, because we got some stuff to look at. I tried to keep this light because we got a lot of videos to look at. Oy. Yeah. Uh, they did their, uh, PlayStation did another state of play just for Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, boy. Yeah. I saw the trailer for How the House of the Dead remake. Mm -hmm. Uh, they got, we have some more stuff to look at for Starfield. And, uh, some other stuff, uh, we're gonna probably, we got, also got a new look at the Pentaveret. We talked about that last year. <laughs> Michael, My Mike Myers' new thing that he's doing. Oh yeah. Oh god, it's it looks funny. It looks hilarious. But uh let's see, let's go to this. This one was this is good. Uh Amazon acquires MGM. How is that a good thing? Well, we could get more Robocop stuff. But honestly, like the remake, like it's not even it wasn't even old enough to have a remake yet, <laughs> and they made a remake out of it. Well, it was a well, I think Here's the funniest thing about that. There was a writer's strike when RoboCop 2 came out. So the RoboCop 2 that we got with Frank, that Frank Miller wrote, is not the RoboCop 2 people wanted to do. So they want to do, they want to do a, they want to do an actual requel to that, to the first, the very first RoboCop, where shit even gets worse, instead of how getting better how RoboCop 2 was. <laughs> so there's some. A potential there. They also this also means they own the 007 line, so they can do 007 and then spinoffs because it's Amazon, of course. Um, they got a nice. They could actually put a lot of MGM's catalog on their streaming service. That means Return of the Living Dead One ends up on there. All that stuff. I I 
I see what you're saying, but it, to me, it just seems like if somebody buys another company, like a big company like MGM, it usually goes down, not up. Yeah, because we look at what Disney has done with uh, 20th Century. They're mm-hmm. they're barely doing anything with uh, Predator and Aliens. They're putting it all on Hulu. That's one thing, but I get it. MG, uh, Amazon, though, they've been pretty good track record rise when it comes to doing stuff with their with a lot of the properties they get. Lord of the Rings, they own the properties of that. We got Rings of Power coming out later on this year. Um, but, so much. But here's the thing. A MGM is such a big company that it's been running for years and years since we were little. Yeah, you know? before then. And then this Amazon thing comes up. It, to me, it's still a new company, no matter how long it's been running. Yeah. It's still a new company to me if you compare it to MGM. Yeah. And I think the main thing about it, and I think, does MGM own The Wizard of Oz? Like The movie rights? I think so. Imagine that. Actually doing the books justice. Not just doing one Wizard of Oz and then letting Dizzy do Return to Oz. <laughs> yeah, I don't speak of that one. I love Return to Oz. That was a great one. Young Feruza Balkis Dorothy. The, the Gnome King dissolving from a freaking egg. <laughs> that was freaking funny. <laughs> That's nightmare fuel to a lot of other people, but that was great. <laughs> But uh, to me, you can't beat the original. Well, that was the thing. Return was more on par with the books than the first movie. The first movie was done because it was during that age where everything had to be a musical, and they had just figured out color film. So that was one of the first movies to have color. And if you read the book, they're not ruby slippers; they're emerald slippers. No, not emerald. They're silver slippers with emeralds on them. Oh. Yeah. And yeah, it, it, they couldn't really. They did, they were not gonna do ruby uh, emerald slippers in a full on color movie. They want to show we can do red. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. when you think about it that way. And it, I, hey, I love the Wizard of Oz. I love the whole. I love that movie. I love the books. I loved Emerald City, which was a great show. Um, but it'd be cool to see Amazon actually recapture that. Fun fact. My parents, when they were younger, they went to a bar downtown, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, after that, they were just, like, going around downtown, and they see this bar for small people, you know? Yeah, little, I don't know what the correct term little is people. nowadays. Little people. Little people. Yeah. But, like, the owners were some of the actors from The Wizard of Oz. I can see that, where they, were, they used to be, where the munchkins... Yeah, and my mom went into their house because she had to call somebody. And she saw the memorabilia and whatnot? Yeah. Oh, that's she, nice. She was in their house. That's, like, that's nice. She, she met a celebrity and was in their house. That, that, that's actually pretty cool. I think, but uh, man, I have nothing for when it comes to Wizard of Oz, but MGM being owned by Amazon, they paid $8.6 billion. <laughs> Jesus Christ. MGM must have been hit hard by certain things. Well, their rides weren't doing so good in Orlando. Oh, that makes sense. Um, I think there's some there's so much that Amazon can do now with that kind of property with all those types of properties. Um Robocop 
had so much going for it. And I'm not talking the re- remake. I'm talking the trilogy. They had a show for the for the RoboCop stuff, which was decent. They had to really tone it down. (laughs) Comparatively. Yeah, they really had to tone it down. (laughs) But then they did like six made-for-TV movies. And one of them, one of them was so brutal. And not on a gore level, but I've never seen RoboCop get that angry at one guy. He just pulls out the spike that he uploads with and just starts stabbing him in the face. I was like, Jesus. (laughs) He was pissed. (laughs) But if you think about it, can he really feel emotions if he's like almost like he's like eighty nine percent mechanical? Well, that was the thing about the first one, because at first he didn't, but then when he's when uh, Lewis went up to him and said, "Murphy, it's you," he really it really jumped back to wait what? And then when he first when he saw the one guy one of the guys that shot him, he goes, "Who are you?" And then it all came back. And that's why when he was arresting them all, he was beating the shit out of them, basically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he grabbed dude in the club by his hair <laughs> and just dragged his ass out. <laughs> he was throwing Clarence through every window in that warehouse. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is why you don't resist police. Oh, my God. He was so vicious to those guys. And they deserved it, though. Oh, yeah. Like, how, how you going to do that to... You, that was the thing about that whole story of RoboCop. Clarence Boddicker and his gang were just vicious for no reason. That's how gangs are. Yeah. And he was... Oh, man. There's so much that they could do. Amazon could do so much with it. And they could probably actually say, Hey, you know what? We're going to take the reboot of this, of RoboCop, the one with Joel Kinnaman, and actually make a better sequel specifically for Amazon and whatnot, and actually get some cool stuff out of that. Because I had always thought the second one should have Clarence Boddicker and Kane in there from uh, RoboCop 2 and have it where RoboCop has to deal with Kane as an android and all that. And you know he set up Clarence Boddicker as the big bad of Detroit or whatever. That would have been cool as hell. But there's so much that's going to be coming out of Amazon. They're going to have their hands full with a lot of this stuff. Now they have a grocery store. Yeah, I well, I was in it too. It's nice and quaint. Was, it's quaint. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it when I was watching TV. I went to Amazon shopping, and it's, I'm not gonna lie, it's so technical. Yeah, and da, da, da. yeah it's it, they had the funny thing about Amazon Fresh. That's what it is. It's uh, they they said it was gonna be fully automated. No, they still got cash registers. They still got cashiers. <laughs> and Hello. and. The cart, it depends on the cart you get because there's certain ones that are like the automated ones and it actually scans what you put in the cart and then you can just leave and then your uh, Amazon account gets charged. But, uh, yeah, but other than that, it's you can actually just go up there, pay for whatever you want. You can get your packages there, just like how they have it set up at like Kohl's and whatnot. It's 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 a pretty cool experience. And they even they they even have some stuff from the actual Amazon warehouses. Nice. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Let's see uh for real quick. Oh, we got a we got a high guys thing from the chat. Hello, hello. Yeah, you're late to that. I already said hello. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> Let me put the thing up. Uh we might we might actually look at the chat after this. 
try to do something different. Because we always see the comments, we're like, oh, look. And it ends up hijacking the show. <laughs> but uh, let's see. This one was funny. I saw this on TikTok. Uh, Jack Black announced Kung Fu Panda the Dragon Knight. The video was funnier than shit. He just, hey, what's up? It's Jack Black. <laughs> and that's how he announced it. It looked cool. There's no trailer for it yet, but it looks very on par with the DreamWorks stuff. Well, after, like, all he's done with his career, I'm not him, him doing, like, animated movies and voiceovers and all that, because, like, the guy, love him to death like a brother, but, like, he's not the fittest kind of guy. Yeah. I, I, that's why I think I, that's why I loved Kung Fu Panda. But the funny thing is, I love the game more than the movie because the game actually elevated the movie. Because <laughs> you get to see, oh yeah, Poe's a bumbling idiot. Oh wait, he is a martial arts master. As you play through the game, <laughs> that was the coolest thing about the whole game series. But the stories for Kung Fu Panda are very good. And I, I the first movie is just like. That's, like, my favorite movie to watch if I'm down because, like, I love, love the father relationship. Like, the noodles. Yeah. <laughs> there is no secret ingredient in the secret ingredient soup. <laughs> but, you know. There's a lot of good sayings in there. Like, why is the present the present? <laughs> Number two was my favorite one because of uh, Lord Shen played by Gary Oldman. When he showed the cannon, it's a gift. It's your parting gift in which it will part you. Part of you here, part of you there, part of you way over there, staining the wall. I was laughing so hard at that threat. <laughs> oh, my God. Such a cool villain for that that one. Yeah, like that guy can voice like any villain. Yeah. Oh, man, it's, it's freaking great. My head is killing me. Damn allergies. But uh, let's see. Yeah, Are you so sure you're not hungover. Ah, shit. I haven't drank since the, the I haven't drank since the block party. Jeez, that was that was, <laughs> that was four I'm years ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I tied one on that day. I'm waiting. Oh yeah, it's just allergies. Were, like talking to a bunch of girls. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was um the I think what. My neighbor, uh, she was living over there. She had brought, she had some of her, uh, co- I think, cousins or whatever, some family members or some friends. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you want a shot? Let you take a shot. <laughs> like, I, I grew up with her, so it was so funny. Just like, yeah, yeah, this is the first time you see me drunk, I said. <laughs> yeah, but you you didn't pull a bro move. You didn't bring me over there. <laughs> you were, like, right there, too. <laughs> yeah, but you know me. I, I was in the mood for partying, and I'm not... We were we were party mode. We were legit just chilling though, by the fire. And then Tasha lit the freaking grass on fire. <laughs> oh god, almost yeah! I remember that too. <laughs> I was drunk. I'm like, oh shit! You're lighting the grass on fire. I'm looking for the hose. The hose is missing. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and find out they were using it for the block party. Yeah, I was. Oh my goodness, it was it was wild. And she was stamping out with her shoe. Next day, how's your shoe? There's a hole in it. No shit. <laughs> See, that's why I was hole. stamping out. Because I got U-boat feet. So every time there's velocity, it's going to bring wind down. Oh, my God. That was a wild-ass night. 
But no, yeah, my shit's, oh, it's just allergies, pressure and shit. But uh, let's see. Oh, well, let's get to this. We got more stuff before we look at the Pendaverit, but we'll we'll go to the Pendaverit first. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. <sighs> Damn news thing. My laptop's retarded. Apologies, everyone. I had to say it. My laptop is so stupid. All right. Let's go to... Family guy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm retarded. Oh, you just want to know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> or like uh, Lucky Louie. Thank you. You're a nice person. Oh, yeah, hell, I am canceled. I am so sorry, everybody. <laughs> we haven't been canceled yet, so we must be doing something right. Well, I think it's because we're under the radar. <laughs> All right, so this is Pentaveret with Michael Myers and Michael Myers and Michael Myers and Michael Myers and Keegan and, yeah, Keegan Michael Key. <laughs> uh, it's all rights reserved to Netflix. We're just looking at this under fair use. Of course, everyone, we're mutant. Bye-bye for a second. Here it is, the Pentaverit. Oh, you thought I was going to be muted. No, no, no. That's not how this works. In 1347, five learned men realized that the Black Plague was caused by fleas on rats. However, the church believed the plague to be God's punishment, labeling these five men heretics. We need to make sure the volume's up. They formed a benevolent secret society to influence world events, known as the Pentaverse. Penta what the fuck? Penta what the fuck? <laughs> what is this? You gotta do an on Keep like a story about the Pentaverse. I haven't had this much fun since I was at a nudist colony and accidentally backed into a meat thermometer. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that last scene of him. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, he sort of looked like Robin Williams. In a way, yeah. I think it's because they always, like, elongate his nose a little bit when it comes to certain characters. Yeah. Oh, uh, it I'm looks... I'm glad to see him back in uh, Hollywood. Yeah, uh, last thing I saw was a small role. It was in, uh... What was it? Uh... What is it? The, uh... Freddie Mercury story. What about... Oh, no. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to Sharknado. Don't worry. <laughs> I swear to God, you're gonna make a rule thirty-four about Sharknado. <laughs> uh, the last thing Mike Myers was in before this was the that movie that about Freddie Mercury, and he was the, I think record, the CEO of that record label, and he was the one that said that no one is gonna listen to Bohemian Rhapsody. He, he was that guy. It was so funny seeing. Uh, yeah. It was so funny seeing that whole thing when uh, they're at Live Aid. You just see him at his desk all mad and shit. <laughs> I'm to be so serious, but all in my mind, I was just hearing the Austin Powers theme song when he was ready. <laughs> oh, God. I'm hoping they actually do another sh a Shrek after this. That'd be great seeing another Shrek. But I don't even 
What was the last one even about? Shrek 5, that was the one where he goes to Rumpelstiltskin. It was kind of like It's a Wonderful Life in a way. Because he got tired of all the celebrity of being Shrek. And he finds out without him being in the world, a lot of things would have been so different. Rumpelstiltskin runs the world, basically, with all the witches. And all the ogres are trying to revolt against Rumpelstiltskin. It was weird. It was so weird. (laughs) But what about the gumdrop buttons? Oh, what did happen to Gingy in that? I don't remember if Gingy was even in it. Last time I saw Gingy was like a holiday special kind of deal with Shrek. Yeah, I know they did one. I I saw the Halloween one where they went back to Duloc and they were fighting the ghost of Lord Farquaad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. The Yeah, that's the funny thing. The, holi- the little small things that they've done for these shows are actually very, very good too. I saw the Toy Story one where... The dude was basically trying to steal Buzz and Woody and all that and keep them at the gas station to sell them. Ah, mm. oh, that was that was crazy. The other one other one that was great was uh the one where all the toys get to play with the dinosaur toys and they don't know that they're toys yet just like how Buzz was. Oh. That was that was very good. But let's see. We got more moving stuff. Uh Stream 6 will be out next year. November. Just one more movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's always one more movie. I'm wondering if they're probably going to go... Because it's going to be filmed in Canada. We talked about that last month. Not last month. Last mm-hmm. week. I wonder if they're actually going to do the ski lodge thing like what Richard Newby wanted. That'd be funny as hell. <laughs> probably, but not as big as it could be. Yeah. It'd be it'd be funny as hell. Just just go up to Richard after that. We all see it. It actually happened. Like, dude, you called it. <laughs> That's been happening to me a lot lately. When we predict shit. Same here. Oh my god, I was just shocked at all the stuff that we've talked about, and it actually ends up happening. Uh, this one was funny. Also, uh, more. This is actually casting news. We got a few things. Uh. Let's see, we're going to just roll through it. Christopher Lloyd will be joining The Mandalorian Season 3, so that's this November. Hmm. I was shocked. I was almost, I was scared at first because I'm like, oh no. Because I just had the picture, didn't read the thing. I'm thinking, oh no, Christopher Lloyd died. No, he's cast in Mandalorian Season 3. I'm like, oh, thank God. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Trying to give yourself a uh, heart attack. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, oh no, don't. Don't die on us now. We need nobody too. Right. <laughs> uh, George Lopez will be joining Blue Beetle. Um, and I think I don't have it written, but Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria will be in Madame Web. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the way they're saying that Madame Web is going to be, and I wish Dietrich was here to hear this. Um, the way Madam Web is going to be, Madam Web is basically going to be the Doctor Strange of the Spider Verse stuff on the Sony side. So maybe if there's, maybe if there's reshoots for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, we see him interact with Madam Web. Who knows? She she did open up the multiverse in the show. I understand that, but it just seems like they're sort of running out of ideas now. True. Because, oh my goodness, there's 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 going to be a Venom 3, I know that. And depending on Morbius, there might be a Morbius 2. I think they're building up Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man while also building up Tom Holland's. 
because it's it's looking like that a lot. There's been push for a new Tom, a new uh, Andrew Garfield movie, and that was we we talked about that. He got done dirty. Oh yeah. But let's see what else. I think that's it for the movie in movie news and reviews. I uh haven't seen anything new. I gotta watch the Adam Project. I'm gonna rewatch Ghostbusters Afterlife as well. No trailer for Monsters yet? No, nope, no trailer for Monsters. Just pictures. It was so funny getting seeing the rating that it was getting, though. <laughs> PG. <laughs> I know. Like, I honestly predicted it. I, I thought it was going to be PG-13. Same. Yeah, I was I was thinking, the, the thing I was thinking was, they were going to be the nice people, very polite and cordial. Watch what though? <laughs> the comment no need to watch now, snitch. What the hell? Um, the 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 whole thing about it, I thought it was gonna be rated R, but the monsters were gonna be nice and polite, no swearing from them, but everyone around them was gonna be swearing. <laughs> that would have been funny as hell. But uh, I think they're just gonna. I think they're just doing that, just watching it, just doing it as a uh, nice callback to the original show. That's fair enough, but like. And a lot of people are going to say, oh, he doesn't know how to make a PG movie. Like, the guy yeah. had kids. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's done comedy specials. That's the thing right. that that's the thing that threw me the hell off when I found out. I was watching, uh, what is it? It was one of Tom Papa's comedy specials on Netflix. And it says, like, after the thing, directed by Rob Zombie. And I said, son of a bitch, that was, that was Sherry Moon Zombie that walked Tom Papa onto the stage. Son of a... <laughs> He did very well. It felt like an old school, an old school thing. I'm like, wow, that's great. But yeah, I think Rob is gonna kill it. I don't think it's gonna be a smash hit, but it'll be a cult classic. Well, honestly, like the monsters and this new Am's Family movie that I don't know when it will be out, but it's gonna come out. Oh yeah are going to be in my collection because I think those movies are going to be like throwbacks and like thank yous to the like original series. Yeah, they're going to be nice. They're going to be nice send-ups. Oh yeah, Blackhawks are playing tonight. Why do you think I'm wearing a hat? Ah. See, I'm going to be doing other stuff. I got to deal with this freaking head. All right, well we got two we got two more backrooms. See, we don't have Dietrich to traumatize with this stuff. No. <laughs> find the video. He's not here to watch them. Yeah, I'm going to just send it to him, like, watch the back rooms. <laughs> send them all. Yeah, send them the, I'll send him the whole thing. But Kane Pixels, he's getting, notif- uh, not notification, Um, he's getting a lot of uh, coverage from TikTok. I saw someone bring that, bring him up on there. I don't know. He's I'm only- telling you, this guy is very talented. And I bet you he works with, um, uh, What's that engine? Unreal Engine. That or Unity. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's only, I think, 16, 15? Listen, listen, I know I'm fire, okay? Wait, 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 what? Fire Eric. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> it really sounds like somebody's jealous that they don't have their own podcast. Well, that's what Anchor is for. Hold up. Pause. There we go. We're not even at the video yet. 
These were two videos that we missed out on. We went to missing persons and informational and autopsy report. We forgot to look at the third test and first contact. We will look at motion detected probably next week, and try to tr and hopefully Dietrich will be here for that. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna say this about the motion detection one. It's just like a Where's Waldo kind of deal. You just looking for the thing, okay? Yeah. All right. Well. Here, let me pull this up. Okay, so we're going to mute ourselves for the third test. And first contact, I might have to switch them out. But uh, let's see. This is a very good thing. Kane Pixels, I cannot promote his stuff enough. But here it is. Time to mute once more. Yep. <laughs> All right, now it's loading. Man, my fucking head. On July 2nd, Oh shit, they're letting... They, sh they, they just let Gozer out, that's what happened. Alright, next up is First Contact. Play. <laughs> FBI warning, yeah, 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 we know. Async. Test number six. Oh, Jesus. Triple support beam on internal chamber 823A. Oh, my goodness. A lot of mapping.
well. Does that sort of solve the mystery of what's going on yet? Well, I know that they were dealing with temporal stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's all coming together. And did you know there's like nine million rooms? Yep, <laughs> I knew that. You can you can see it from the first, the very first one when someone got stuck in there, which is still the and, best video of this. Yeah, and trust me, there's plenty more monsters in there. Yep. And the back rooms is great. I think the last one we'll look at is motion detected next week. Hopefully, we got to get Dietrich on. We're going to have to kidnap him. <laughs> All right, so let's see. We got gaming stuff. And we were going to actually do a little special event for this one, Hogwarts Legacy and whatnot. It looks cool. I already saw, and I'm I'm really playing the Dave Chappelle thing real quick. Twitter ain't real, because I saw people on Twitter getting mad over the game because it's Harry Potter. We all know about J.K. Rowling being a turp and whatnot. She has nothing to do with this game, so... It's, it's Warner Brothers. Yeah. And they were also trying to say, oh, yeah, there was an alt-writer on it. And I said, Troy Levitt is not an alt-writer. He was, like, the only good person when it comes to Gamergate that actually had an opinion that held weight because he's an actual game developer and he actually wanted to talk to Anita Sarkeesian during that whole time and actually have a good conversation. She ignored him. He said, fair enough. That was it. So the whole thing with it is so silly about it. We're definitely going to get this game. That's one thing a lot of people in that part of the that part of the lgbtq community really bugs me about they try to say don't do this don't don't try to support this when it hurts us it doesn't hurt you it's a fucking video game right you guys have legal marriages now you can adopt kids even though i'm not going to say anything uh (laughs) they have all these rights yeah but they still complain about things yeah my, my thing is this though it you you can't police people that support you by telling them what not to do and all that. You've become your you've become the enemy that you're fighting against when you do that. Exactly. So that's one that's one thing I'll say about it. And if I'm wrong on that, well, sorry if you feel I'm wrong, but I yeah you know, I can I consider myself an ally and whatnot. But you're not gonna tell me what I'm gonna play or gonna read or gonna watch. Right. And if you do, I'm just gonna say fuck you, and I don't give a fuck about your rights. <laughs> that's that that was Eric saying that. <laughs> I, it's all about that's one thing that's one thing about this country we are all about agreeing to disagree and saying you know what you deserve this you deserve that and you know that's one thing I d- believe that a lot of people deserve to have the freedom to do what they want I believe a lot of people need to be happy and whatnot and you're not gonna make someone less happy because something disturbs you and to be clear, I would only say that to complete assholes in the in your yeah. community, not yeah. just everyone. Yeah, that's that's one thing, and that's all I'm gonna say about it. It's to really go after this game because it's J.K. Rowling. We know about J.K. Rowling. She's a, she came out as a sack of shit years ago. <laughs> she still doesn't know what she is. Yeah, and that that's one thing about it. This has nothing to do with her. Troy Levitt even isn't even on this game because of a lot of the stuff that came back. And Troy Levitt is actually a very cool guy. He actually follows me on Twitter. He's very cool. 
he has a lot of insight in gaming and whatnot. So let's just look at this uh, real quick. 14 minutes. Gonna be nice. Let's check it out. Mute time. <laughs> Alright, here's Hogwarts after my little diatribe. My little pontification. And again, you don't have to like the game. If you don't like it, don't play it. That's how this works. In game footage, 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 damn. What do you think you're doing here, humans? Welcome to Hogwarts Legacy. You're a new student at the famed School of Witchcraft and Wizardry with a unique ability to manipulate powerful ancient magic hidden in the wizarding world. You'll need to uncover what's behind the return of this forgotten magic and who is seeking to harness it to destroy wizard kind, as you may be the one that decides the fate of the entire wizarding world. But before you can study oh, magic nice. and begin to solve these mysteries, you must create the witch or wizard you want to be. When you arrive at Hogwarts, you'll be sorted into one of the four Hogwarts houses, Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, or Slytherin. After you settle into your dormitory, you will meet up with your housemates in the common room. You will then need to attend classes, and you do have some catching up to do, as you are starting Hogwarts late as a fifth year. So you are the new student. You'll begin your studies attending charms, defense against the dark arts, herbology, and potions classes, to name a few. Oh, hello. Class, please welcome the newest rose in our garden. Shall we begin? <laughs> welcome to year five of chant. Now, this will be a crucial year in your education on the art of charm work, but I am confident we will take hold with a passion and rigor requisite of such a challenge. The best way to practice is by dueling. We'll start with you two. Time for a proper Hogwarts welcome. You may begin. Yeesh. Not bad for a beginner. Potions is one of the most challenging and hazardous subjects taught at this school. Here, you'll meet your professors and learn to cast spells, grow magical plants, brew potions, and more. Nice. In between classes, you'll be able to explore the castle famous for its secrets. It looks expansive as ever. Mysteries. More expansive than when we watched it. And secret passageways. As well as challenging puzzles that will require magical skill and a clever mind to solve. 
You may even find yourself in iconic locations you've never been able to explore before. the late 1800s, so while the common rooms and classes may be familiar, most of your professors will not be. However, you may recognize oh, yeah. a few faces. Ah, what a good fun. Once the join the headless hunt, I'll be right there with them. Sovereign is sure to win them over. Oh, don't forget why I'm here, sir. You'll come to know this eclectic group of talented witches and wizards in class and while completing side assignments that are part of a special curriculum. One's designed to help you catch up with the other fifth years at your own speed. Opportunities for right, adventure abound it. in the area surrounding Hogwarts. The magical abilities you learn to master through your schoolwork will soon become tested as you unravel a dangerous mystery by working alongside the accomplished and yet enigmatic Professor Fig to try and discover if the rumors of a mounting goblin rebellion hold any weight, and if the safety of Hogwarts lies in the balance. I have. Opinions differ as to how great a threat he really is. Loyalists are capable of so much more than people realize. The wizarding world of this era is fraught with dangers. Creatures corrupted by a magical force, powerful goblins, and wow. sinister witches and wizards, all willing to fight, even kill, to achieve their own goals. In fact, there's an uneasy alliance between the goblins and dark wizards. You said you could get to the chart when they came to Hogsmeade. That all you needed was a distraction. I gave you a distraction. I just watched a student take down your distraction. Who is this child? Do you not tell me? But perhaps you shouldn't involve yourself with that just yet. Let's go. Wow. Defensive and offensive abilities, including curses, stunning spells, looks amazing weaponry, and more. While some may attack directly, others might enchant and incapacitate you. Mastery of the shield charm allows you to deflect ranged spells and direct weapon strikes. Counterattack with powerful stunning charms, allowing you to follow up with extended spell combinations. Students who become particularly adept at spellcasting will find many ways to exploit their enemy's weakness. Damn, it looks great. Combat looks amazing. Slam with Descendo. Roast with Incendio. Devastate your enemies using various finishes. You can even use the mysterious, powerful magic your professors do not understand to obliterate your strongest foes. 
Mixing and matching dozens of spells will let you define your combat style. On your path to become the ultimate duelist. Jesus. You'd be good enough to blast each other to pieces on your own time. In addition to classes and spells, you'll this have access to a deep great. set of upgrades, talents, and skills to aid your progression as a wizard. Complete challenges throughout the world to earn experience. Level up your abilities by choosing talents to upgrade your spells, plants, and potions to increase their power. Decide which talents best fit your playstyle to allow you to focus on your favorite types of magic. You can also loot, buy, or craft your own magical gear that will increase your offensive and defensive capabilities in combat. Gear can be upgraded and specialized to allow for greater abilities for your chosen playstyle. Use a strong, even motion when cutting your ingredients. Spells are not the only tools at your disposal in combat. As you hone your wand skills, you can continue to further your magical education at Hogwarts, progressing your development as a witch or wizard. Brew potions that can increase your power when you need a boost. Grow and deploy magical plants to mob the battlefield and keep your enemies at bay. Unleash deadly mandrake seedlings to incapacitate unsuspecting enemies. In Beast's class, you will learn about a variety of magical <laughs> both at school and as you explore the world surrounding the castle and its grounds. The goal of today is to remind all of you how to maneuver on a broomstick safely. Learning and mastering broom flight is highly recommended so that you may travel around the world more quickly. Oh, that looks fun. I want you to do my herbology homework. You're despicable. Some abilities may be taught to you by students who become your friends. As you develop relationships with these schoolmates, they can accompany you on your journey as your companions. And over time, you'll learn their stories. This is our chance. Natsai Onai is a brave adventurer driven by the justice she seeks. Poppy Sweeting has a kind heart and loves magical beasts, connecting with them more easily than with humans. But what happens now? Unafraid of detention or breaking the rules, sneaking in the restricted section again is Sebastian Sallow. Son of a bitch! Slytherin with an overdose boy, horrible things cannot reverse a curse. With a troubling family secret, nothing can. The sooner you accept that reality, the better. You'll meet these students and more as you explore of course I had to name rooms, a character after me. Hey, that's and regular shit. gathering areas. Welcome to the Room of Requirement. One of the most remarkable secrets of Hogwarts is known as the Room of Requirement. You're introduced to this space that seems to sense what you need and then provides it for you. Oh, that's nice. Since you need to catch up to your peers, the room provides space for you to sow and harvest plants, brew potions, and upgrade your gear. A helpful house elf named Deke 
helps you discover vivariums that allow you to nurture your own menagerie of magical beasts. What is it? Peak isn't sure. Only one way to find out. You can freely customize this space wow. to reflect your personality and magical specialties. Beyond the castle walls. Oh, wow, a hippogriff. Not everything you need on your journey is available at Hogwarts. You'll want to visit the nearby wizarding village of Hogsmeade, where loads of shops and vendors can provide you with the supplies you require. From potion ingredients and recipes, to seeds for magical plants, to all sorts of gear. Wow. But Hogsmeade also has its dangerous side. A band of dark witches and wizards, emboldened by the turmoil of the times, wander the village outskirts. You must avoid them or defeat them. As you explore, you'll find the world surrounding Hogwarts is alive with activity, wonders, and areas of unusual interest. As the school year progresses, dynamic seasons and climates will fill the sky with lightning or sunshine. Damn, just or like the movies. the ground with snow or rain. Unique wizarding hamlets pepper the countryside, each with vendors and residents who have stories to tell, and missions with which they could use your assistance. Be on the lookout for enchanting magical puzzles that may very well have been designed by Merlin himself wow. when he was a student at Hogwarts. Magical beasts roam the lands outside the castle walls. Some have been corrupted by mysterious dark magic, while others are at risk of poachers and their traps. If you're feeling benevolent, you can rescue them and restore them to health in the Room of Requirement. Oh, those are nice. But there are dangers beyond your understanding in the world as well. Dungeons and vaults hold perilous threats and also untold rewards. Be careful where you choose to explore, as it may lead you down a darker path. Master spells. Befriend new allies. Journey across a landscape never seen before. Uncover ancient secrets. The kid said it. Mystical threats. Learn. He said about a cadaver. Become the witch or wizard you want to be, as you leave your unique mark on the wizarding world. Here, in Hogwarts Legacy. It looks great. Oh, that's great. Get in there, didn't I? I'm hyped. So am I. My God, it looks great. It, it's still, it's still, it's still in development and all that, but it looks great so far, man. And I already know they're gonna be making another one. Oh yeah, uh, you know it for a fact, especially how it looks. As soon as I saw you could use the death spell, I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> oh man, it looks great. And the best thing about this, it's like before the things we know yeah so they can like add up to it and then make the original stories that we know into a better engine oh yeah so. yeah i'm gonna look up uh it's real quick man it's it looks so good i i i can't wait for it i might have to get that one also the nerd in me is all hyped <laughs> 
Yeah, that that and Forspoken look, they probably work so well together. As you play them, you're like, oh, okay, this would be, this is cool that way. It's cool this way. It's it's so good. There's so many games coming out. It looks very well done. It's like they actually did their homework. Speaking of games, I got GTA Online and I got GTA Five for twelve bucks. Nice. Let's see where is it. Where's that trailer? I think this is it. Yeah, this is going to be the House of the Dead remake. I'm going to get to it and pause it. But, yeah, there's so much to it. And, you know, I, I got to clarify one thing about the whole thing about it. Yeah, J.K. Rowling had nothing to do with this. Mm-mm. Oh, This was the game designers and all that from Warner Brothers. Yeah, they, they really did their homework on it. And that's one thing a lot of people should really realize. This is not J.K. Rowling's thing. She may get, like, a cut-up from it, but not as much as, say, Fantastic Beasts. I would I, say, like, she gets 2%. Yeah, I think so, too. 2 percent's still a lot. That's at least at least 100K. She ain't hurting. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I have to say about that. And, if, and I said on this side, if you don't want to support it, and this is to all the people we were just talking about, if you don't want to support it, that's fine. There's other games. Forspoken comes out as, as well during this time. And mm-hmm. that's going to be a great game, too. It, that one looks it looks very interesting. And we we looked at that before our our uh, break. Yeah. yeah, that one reminds me of Life is Strange meets Final Fantasy. It really does. Yeah, I'm, I can't wait for that one as well. And someone said that the new Hogwarts looks like Forspoken. And I'm thinking, eh, it's... They're both magic games. <laughs> yeah, like, what What else can you do? <laughs> All right, so this is The House of the Dead, the remake for the Switch. I might get a Switch just for this. <laughs> it looks good. They actually use actual blood, not that green goo from the actual arcade game. So let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Mute, mute time. Mute, mute, not, not. <laughs> For the stream. <laughs> Please help! Everyone is getting killed! Oh, yeah! It's so quick. The House of the Dead. I shall destroy everything. Pre-order started March 30. Forget the... kind of glad they're doing the old arcade version. Yeah, it, I I love the original. Uh I looked at the playthrough of I think House of the Dead Crimson Dawn. Mm-hmm. And 
it, it, it that was more of a reboot as well, but they were trying to cash in on some of the World War Z aspect because they had like thirty zombies coming at you, but you're still and you have to sh- and I think there it was just the pe- person playing through it was aiming for the head, and I'm thinking you can aim anywhere. These aren't those kind of zombies. <laughs> right, and I just. I just remember playing House of the Dead all the time when I went to the theaters. Oh God, same here. It, Six Flags, I was playing through it. I, that that game scared me when I was a kid. Now I'm like, yes. And now, and they also have Type of the Dead. It's like House of the Dead, but you have to type words to shoot the zombies. Oh yeah, I I remember that. Let's see what is. Oh, I found it. Perfect. Um, but uh, yeah, I remember yeah type of the dead was funny as hell because it was on the dreamcast at first and mm-hmm. it was just house of the dead too but you're typing out all the stuff <laughs> it was so such a funny little concept the whole story of house of the dead it's so simple but perfect and it, then they made it into a shitty movie yeah thanks uva bowl <laughs> oh man that's one that needs a remake can make it like lethal storyline make it like lethal weapon meets meets uh not army of the dead but dawn of the dead or day of the dead or sean of the dead one of the yeah it would be funny as hell if it had that kind of vibe to it that'd be funny and then that that was one thing about our uh house of the dead it's not just zombies some of them are mutants. That was one thing also. Mm-hmm. The flying bat person that you see in this trailer in the in the original game as well. The super soldier zombie that was just fully armored. The axe throwers. Yeah. The ultimate being. The multiple mm-hmm. ultimate beings throughout all the games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was it was such something else. I'm glad it's coming back to the consoles. Let's see, is this it? Is this footage or is this okay? Starfield. Okay, this is episode two of it. I'm trying to find actual gameplay. I think this is no. This is not it. What? There's no gameplay. Are you kidding me? There better be gameplay. There's no gameplay. Oh wait. No, no, no. That's not it. All right. There's nothing here for Starfield. I don't believe this. Soon there will be. Yeah. It's just okay. Just I'll put it up. Uh. On our pages, uh, episode one, Endless Pursuit, and episode two, Made for Wanderers. It's just the Bethesda Bethesda group that works on it. They're gonna be uh, they'll be talking about what it's all about and the whole mythos of Star uh, Starfield. But we do have other stuff. I thought I was hoping we'd get something else. But before we go to uh, a look at the quarry. You how how old do you feel right now? Truthfully, yeah, I don't feel old at all. Kingdom Hearts will be twenty years old next week. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, oh no, ah uh, ah, uh, the knife it just got twisted. <laughs> oh man, twenty years. Well, good thing. Good thing number three came out before that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought I had to. I had to bring that up to you. <laughs> oh boy! I'm trying to get something out of me. Well, not today. 
Well, you know, I got I got some games to get. I got to get a uh, Stranger of Paradise. I saw the story online, and it's exactly how we said it was a it's a uh, prequel to the very first Final Fantasy game. It's about Garland, the main bad guy, and it had me thinking. You know what? They can make this into a series. Do the next one on Final Fantasy X. Give us that backstory with Jet, Braska, and Orin. <laughs> like DLC? No, as another game. Call oh. like call it like uh, the Guardian of Spira or Guardian from Xanarkin or something like that. Final Fantasy Origins 2. And then do one on Ultimacia from Final Fantasy VIII and call that one the Sorceress of Time. Just see how where, how she got to that point. And how she met Squall before she died. And then we see the whole thing. That'd be great. Final Fantasy IX is ripe for it too. Because I would love to know more about Kuja. And why he's such a dick. (laughs) He's He's a fucking villain, bro. Yeah. yeah, And they could call that the the second angel of death or something like that. Show Zidane how he basically loses what he's supposed to be. And Kuja becomes it. And how he gives... Queen Braun, the the Black Mage thing, that'd be great. They have a nice little thing they can really cash in on by showing some of these villains. I just picture Braun strolling and like and then you see, but then you see her, you're like, yeesh. <laughs> this big, <laughs> this big blue lady <laughs> with this weird ass hat. <laughs> the funny thing is, you just look at her and you're just. I had to work with this. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing about it, because I've replayed nine, uh, Kuja calls Queen, Queen Braun an elephant lady, and I'm thinking, I'm like, oh come on, she do, she she don't have a trunk because there's different animals that are anthropomorphic in the game, and I'm thinking, oh he just oh that's that's dirty, that's a fat joke. <laughs> I will not stand for this. I will sit down. <laughs> yeah, that was so... It was... He was a dick. <laughs> and that was one... Kuja would probably be up there with Kefka from Final Fantasy VI if it wasn't a dead world that he destroyed. That was the funniest thing because Kefka killed the world in Final Fantasy VI. He's the final boss and there's no world left. Yeah. Final Fantasy IX... He finds out, oh, I'm going to die anyway. I'm going to destroy this whole world. And you're thinking to yourself, oof. <laughs> and you're thinking, oh, no. It's, hmm? I, I'm, I'm shocked that they didn't put him in Final Fantasy VII. They waited until nine. Well, yeah, nine. Well, that's, that's the thing. Uh, each one, of course, is its own story and whatnot. And yeah. Kuja is that one villain for that story. Like, uh, they've had... they've really alternated from villains like certain villains want to destroy the world and they fail and there's ones that destroy the world but then die and this one was one where he destroyed a dead world just to show how powerful he was so he didn't get to destroy the world that everyone else was living on right and like Seymour Guado from Final Fantasy X he wanted to destroy the world because he wanted power just all this power Dude was dead, came back so evil. <laughs> but there's so much I could talk about when it comes to Final Fantasy. But let's get to it. We got some more stuff. We got some tra- more trailers. The Quarry. This was a this was quite the uh, shock for me. I saw uh, Lance Henriksen shared it on his Instagram. This thing called The Quarry. And I'm thinking, oh, what what is this? A new movie? What what? 
he and he went, it's a video game that I'm in. I'm, I went, what? This is your third video game? <laughs> Let's see. Ah, there it is. And this is from 2K as well as Supermassive. Uh, 2K. Uh. Yeah, but it's but it's also super massive. So you know, super massive does some great stuff. You got the dark. They do the dark pictures. They've done Until Dawn, and this is supposed to be a spiritual successor to Until Dawn. I haven't seen the trailer yet. I've hid from it basically. So if there's any any music in here, I might mute it for the stream. But if not, we're gonna look. We're still gonna look at it. But it's a good cast. David Arquette is in it. Justice Smith, all types of actors. So, you know, they really went hard on this. So we're going to mute ourselves before we go in. Mute time once more. <laughs> I love when Eric does that. <laughs> this is The Quarry, starring Lance Henriksen, David Arquette. It looks smooth. I will say that. It looks smooth. I just want to get you guys safely out of Dodge before the sun goes down. They got to work on the faces, though, a little bit. Damn it. I thought I told you kids to check everything. Look, it's not that big of a deal, okay? We'll just spend one more night here. No. No. Just stop. Let me think. Okay. Why are you acting like that? Inside the lodge for tonight. Lock the doors. No one in, no one out. No one. Got it? I'll be back first thing in the morning, and we'll get you out on the road. What if we're out partying tonight, out in the woods, and we end up in a most dangerous game situation? Like when people hunt other people? Yeah. What? Well, yeah, I mean, think about it. It's Camp is over, and hunting season has just begun. I did see a weird light in the treehouse across the lake. That was pretty spooky. Maybe it's your girlfriend, Ryan. The pack of Hackett's quarry. Ted Raimi's in this, good. getting this I am so getting this Hello, my Welcome to the show. I'm so getting this hold on there we go. In the collection. yeah I'm so getting that I that looks so good Ethan Suplee's in it um oh man Ted Raimi I saw Ted Raimi in there this is. I thought Kane was in it at the last scene. The big guy. That that's Ethan Supley from uh or Ethan Supley from uh Butterfly Effect and uh American History X. 
Mall rats. Oh, no shit. Yeah, he lost a. I I gotta send you the the thing. He lost a lot of weight. He's freaking shredded now. Man, oh, it looks crap. it looks great. That looks so good. I can't wait. I'm excited. It is gonna be so good. I it looks just like what I what I wanted for, say an off season game. If they ever did uh, Jack Ketchum's off season as a game, mm-hmm. it looks just almost like that. Honestly, I thought that trailer was going to be exactly what Until Dawn was going to be like, but it was a little bit different. Yeah, it fe- it feels like a spiritual successor, though, don't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, I'm, I'm so looking forward to it because we, we need more of those. Supermassive, I think, found their bread and butter, and that is the horror... Slash movie game. Yeah. The whole interactive horror movie kind of game feel exactly and people are gonna love that like especially with these viruses going on like if you yeah. have to be quarantined again yeah you got your own horror movie and you're the character yeah you got dark pictures until dawn you got the quarry oh man mm-hmm. and then there's so many more i think supermassive should just do it until dawn too put it set it in the southwest have it where it's skinwalkers Oh, that'd be freaking nice. Or like near Mexico or something for a chupacabra. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Skinwalkers one that would be almost like the thing. Got to figure out who's who. Who are you gonna trust? Oh, you can't trust anyone. <laughs> DTA. Like, like honestly, I can see them doing Crooked Man kind of game, yeah. Slender Man kind of game, all those kind of characters. Yeah, I think that's, that should have been the thing for a lot of the movies we saw. Like, Slenderman, the movie, was shit. But if you did a game on that level, where it's Until Dawn meets Slenderman, it would be probably almost Game of the Year, or nominated for Game of the Year. Especially if it's by Supermassive or Quantic Dream. That would be freaking great. I'm glad Supermassive has given Quantic Dream a run for their money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Quantic Dream ain't doing shit. <laughs> All right, so they were this. They doing so good too, and then they were just like. Yeah, yeah. Ever since that uh, deposition, <laughs> they're looking at David Cage. You son of a bitch. <laughs> but you sent me this one. I didn't get to look at it, so we're gonna look at it together. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song. It's it's awesome. Yeah, it looks great. Oh wait, this is the gameplay reveal they have here. I, I was I or you could just do the trailer. Yeah, let's look at the trailer because it's gonna be someone talking. This is what you can do. Yeah, we know. Be a vampire. <laughs> I'm still waiting on Bloodlines too. I know. Bloodlines. It's been a minute. They announced that in 2019. It's still up for pre-order. All right. Again, mute time. That's that's gonna be the title of this episode. Mute time. <laughs> Biggity bop. <laughs> Peggy 18. Friends and subjects, thank you all for coming. We're gathered here to celebrate the unification of Boston and Hartford. One new domain, strong, safe, 
and united in upholding the masquerade. Tonight, we rewrite the story of the Boston Camarilla. Tonight, we revolutionize our blood supply. A new era is upon us. Raise your glasses with me. Out with the old, in with the new. Let the party begin. Just capped him. Thoughts? That's chilling. I got to see what it's about now. <laughs> I'll check it out on my own time. But I'm glad Vampire the Masquerade is getting something going. Werewolf the Apocalypse got something going. Now, if only they can just do another Hunter the Reckoning. That was. I don't think we're gonna see that for a while. That that was my shit. Hunter the Reckoning. Oh my god. Yeah. That was great, but I I can't wait. It looks it's chilling. Oh my goodness. Just it reminds me of another game where it's like you're a detective but a vampire, and you live in this oh. world where it's like mixed with vampires and humans. Oh, what is it? I'm I'm I don't want to say vampire because that was a doctor. No, I, I for some reason I'm thinking vamped or something like that. It was some, it was something around that line. I know there was a show like that called Moonlight. Only ran for a season. Uh but uh, yeah, there's there's a few. Like I'm glad they're doing some stuff with the uh, White Wolf games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely hooked. I'm waiting on Bloodlines two as well because I never got into Bloodlines one. That was a PC game, and we didn't have a computer for that. We only had it for we only had it where it was capable to play Diablo one, two, and the Warcraft games. <laughs> and I love those games, but yeah, we never got to experience that. Never got to experience a few things like the Gabriel Knight series as well. That's one that needs a remake as well. Mm -hmm. Had such a cool concept, you know. You know, I'm gonna do a hall reveal. But let's get into music first. We'll do this. So, what do you think of Kill a Killer's Confession's new new single? It it got me rocking, but like I think they could go a little bit harder. Yeah, I think so too. I think this is just Waylon getting back into the swing of it. Yeah. Cause he, I think that was the one he was just working on. <laughs> he had video. He was already working on a new album, and this is the one he's just now starting so i liked it it's very good it's uh, a little bit softer than the last two albums but yeah, yeah. i liked it I, I did like it uh i'm definitely gonna have it on my on my uh, ipod once i get it fixed <laughs> still gonna get it fixed <laughs> but I, I did like it it's a very good uh good song i'll pull it up well not pull it up but i'll bring up the title so everyone can check it out it's on. It is available on Spotify, just like we are. Um, 
Um, I was going to say something, but I don't know. It wasn't my best plug, I know. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, like, oh, you could listen to music, but you won't listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> the song is called A Better Time by A Killer's Confession. Waylon is doing some great work. Mm-hmm. Um, some more, some little, a little news. Uh, Skin's new single, Chris Watts, which we talked about a couple weeks back, has hit a million views. Congratulations to her. Yeah, congratulations to her. I heard about Tom McDonald. He got his uh, Billboard Awards. Not awards, but the number one stuff. He got eight of them. That's yeah. that's nice. They finally said, okay, okay. <laughs> we're sorry. Yeah, we're sorry. Yeah, we're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, I got this. I listened to Impera, Ghost's new album. Thank God it's on YouTube. Um, I give it a B. Get that out the way. I give it a B. It's... It, it it rocks. It's bumping. Uh, the best songs on the album, and I'll pull them up. I can say two of them right now. Call Me Little Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Hunter's Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, people like uh, 20s, but I, I can't get in. I can't vibe to that one. It's that, just... I, I like that one, too. Like, it, it, I don't know. It just hits something for me, you know? Yeah, it, for me, it's... it's it, I can't vibe to it. I don't know why. But you just gotta like listen to it a couple times and understand what the meaning of the song is. Oh, I know the meaning. I think it's because of how it's played, like it's da 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 like super fast and whatnot. I'm like, eee, let me let me enjoy this. Uh, but the one after twenties, I love "Darkness at the Heart of My Love." That one is great. That one, I friggin' I love that song. Um, the other one I liked, and it really set the mood to what it, the whole album was gonna be, was Kaiserian, the first song. After the intro, Imperium. Mm-hmm. That one really felt like a Kiss song that's actually metal. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, it, I get what you're saying. Yeah, a few of these songs really do sound like Kiss songs done right. If you think about it. I was going to say like a mix of Dream Theater. That too. I, I really caught Especially with the uh, interlude and the uh, intro. They really were very guitar centric with a lot of this. Oh, yeah. But yeah, you can't go wrong with uh Call Me Little Sunshine and Hunter's Moon. Little Sunshine. And I think what was the other one? I think Respite on the Spital Fields was actually pretty good too. It, they it was a, it's a decent album. Some of them I can't vibe with. That's why I give it a B cuz it's still a good album. But uh, yeah, it's definitely B tier. I do enjoy a little bit of Ghost. But uh. I think the I think the best album from them is Meliora when it was Papa Emeritus the second. I gotta say one thing about this new album, like the album cover sort of reminds me of like a Tool album cover. That I've I caught the whole thing where how uh Papa Emeritus is like this. That's uh that's legit Aleister Crowley's pose from his picture. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was <laughs> really a cult. I'm like, oh shit, I know who that is. <laughs> and it's like they're building a, a new monument. Maybe they'll collab with Tool. That would be, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't put that past uh, Tobias at all. He's right. al- he's already collabed with Richard Chris, but I have that song too. It's great. Uh, the song I Am Not Afraid, that's a great song. But uh, yeah, it's I uh I really do like a little bit of the album. There's other songs I just can't vibe with. Spillways, eh. 
watching well, that's how you were with the new mushroom head album too but yeah. then you were like a couple weeks later you're like i love it well yeah mo i love all the songs except seen it all <laughs> i hate that song so much <laughs> but and that, that's one thing a lot of mushroom head fans hate qwerty but love the whole righteous and butterfly album i love qwerty i love that whole album <laughs> But uh, Dominion, ah, well, that's the that's the prelude. Watcher in the Sky was good. Yeah. Yeah, Watcher in the Sky was good. Yeah, it's a, it's still a beat. I still liked it. It's just you know I gotta find a way to vibe to twenties and whatnot. Twenties was it was so loud. It's like a workout song. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it is. And yeah, I know the whole idea behind it. <laughs> but it yeah it's it's very it's very good. It is good. I'm gonna say that. Just because I can't vibe with it don't mean someone else can. So, so yeah, Impera gets a B tier. A B tier from us. 8.8 8 out of 10. Yeah, that's about it. I say 8.9. Yeah, that's about right. I'll go with that. I'll settle with that. <laughs> All right, so let me get my scissors real quick. I don't have butterfly ni- a butterfly knife like I used to. Slacking. Coming to find out that was my niece's. <laughs> How does she need that for? She rides the bus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I said, you know what to say when someone asks you about that? It's a letter opener. <laughs> so I got another pile of loot order. Here, let me just pull up the box. Hopefully I don't knock anything over. Knocks everything down behind him. I just opened it. Oh, shit. Ten figures. Holy shit. Oh, damn. What do we got? All right. We got some fun clothes here. Oh. Uh, Muncher from Ghostbusters Afterlife. He's oh, the fat blue dude. The fat blue dude. And I've been waiting for this for a minute. Desaad. Desaad, I call to you. Yeah, I had to grab that one. It's gonna work perfectly, like right here. All right. Yeah, with all the like regular figurines, you just get the big-headed motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see what else. I got some Star Wars stuff. I got a uh, Sasha Banks character, Casca Reeves. <laughs> and what are you gonna do with that? Put it over there. <laughs> and I got a uh, I got Bill Burr's character, Mayfield. Ah. Yeah. In his uh, in that trooper nice suit, yeah. In his trooper uh disguise, they should have came out with his other look though. His other look was badass. He looked like Deadshot basically. Yeah, I got this another Ghostbusters Afterlife thing. Mini puffs. Ah. Uh, yeah, the mini puffs. They look cool. With those, you should like carefully take them out of the box and when you have cereal in the morning put them around your cereal bowl <laughs> and take a picture of it yeah you know what i was gonna do i was gonna actually just put them in random areas in the kitchen just terrorize anyone that's in there like that's legit why i'm gonna why i bought them i want to get another one so i can have at least six of them just terrorizing people <laughs> why get six why not 12 that would be you know i should do that just two, yeah, three more bucks. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, I should do that. I got uh, some, ooh, we got some McFarlane DC stuff here. We got, let's see, 
We got the main man, Lobo. Lobo. I call him Lobo. <laughs> uh, we got the Red Hood from the Three Jokers line. Nice, nice. And I got Nightwing from Gotham Knights. I'm still waiting on Robin and Batgirl. I really want to get, like, a statue of, like, Joker beating the shit out of Robin when he's cogging the chair. That would be cool. I wish they would do that. We should get, we, that, that would be, that would be one that actually 3D print. I've seen some great 3D printed statues. Right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I think we're almost at the last of it. Oh, perfect. It does. This one's going to drive you nuts. I got a Harley Quinn figure. <laughs> <laughs> Because McFarlane didn't do her first look in Suicide Squad, Bandai did it, so I decided I'm gonna grab it. It's probably one of my most, one of my more expensive ones. This one was sixty nine dollars. Nice. The red and black Harley Quinn. I love that suit for her because it reminds me of like the comic series yeah. and like when she was by herself. Yeah, it's it's very cool. I, that's why I legit grabbed it because they only had the one where she's in the dress. Mm-hmm. In that whole sequence, and I'm thinking, oh, you could do a variant of that, but no, we get two variants of Bloodsport and Peacemaker where they don't have their masks on. Listen, that's some bullshit. And this one, oh Jesus, can I grab it? This one is a blast from the past. Oh shit! American Werewolf in London, the Kessler Werewolf. Oh my God, my my. Dad would love that. He would sculpt that out of wood. Let's see if it, it glares. It's very good. Like it to me right now, it looks very detailed. Yeah, it's it's very done, very well done. NECA does some great work, and I think that's everything. I think that's everything on there. But yeah, that's basically it. I already got an email from Big Bad Toy Store. Lex, the Lex Luthor figure I ordered is coming. <laughs> And uh, you get Lex Luger instead of Lex. <laughs> That'd be funnier than shit. <laughs> like, damn, I can't put the Jesse Eisenberg head sculpt on it. <laughs> um, I think they also sent me an email for more Spawn figures. I got Dark Redeemer coming in Soul Crusher. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving Big Bad Toy Store when it comes to this. This is not a this is not a spot for them, by the way, but they are very good. Especially when it comes to pre-ordering. If you want want us to sponsor you, we can. You just, like, throw a couple bills. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mind getting a little discount. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Big Bad Toy Store. They're very, very good. They're actually out in Somerset, Wisconsin, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it it takes takes a lot. It takes uh, such a quick time, I'm trying to say. Uh, They're so quick at getting this stuff to you it's it's a bitch and a half to get it though <laughs> like like my pre-order stuff i'm still in the 50 figure range because <laughs> they haven't gotten everything in time but that's actually been a godsend for me because you don't really have to pay until they get it in into their inventory so that's a great thing and that's not a plug for them even though it could be big bad toyster uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> they're very, very they're very very good especially if you do their pile of loot thing that's what this is like at least about a hundred dollars worth of figures more than that i got it for i basically just paid shipping 
Weren't we trying to save up money for our house? I'm still saving money. How? You're spending all the money on figurines, bro. Because <laughs> they don't come when they're supposed to. <laughs> it'd be it'd be months. <laughs> it'd be months ahead. I have all this saved up, and they're like, "Okay, here's uh, we want twenty bucks out of here. Twenty bucks out of here." <laughs> But yeah, it's not that bad. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to make sure. <laughs> oh no, don't worry. My, my, my addiction to plastic crack isn't that bad. <laughs> that's why I go debit. <laughs> hey, that's my PayPal is like, oh, thank you. <laughs> but wow, we you actually. You can Pasco. You can collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this has been. This is a good episode. Actually, man, right. I think I'm going to start doing that. It had to be like a quarterly haul thing on here because <laughs> I just wait. <laughs> but I also I, there was some that I actually had to like order, like send for right away because you have a limit. Otherwise, they send it to you anyway. So I just said, fuck it. Just send it to me. The one I ended up getting this iconic little monster here. Pudgy pig. Oh. Oh, piggy boy. Yeah, pudgy pig. And that was that was a cool one to get. I had to get it. You know what you should get is figurine? Hmm. Rodan and Mothra. Yeah, that would be great. How, why did I say yeah that way? Why did I do that? Yeah! <laughs> I, I, said, I said like that kid that was hitting himself in the head with a basketball. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I I actually would love to do that. There, the thing with Tamashi Nations, which is what this is from, uh, their Godzilla line is so expensive. <laughs> uh, I didn't say you have to buy the expensive one. It it's a it's even the even the the ones that are, have no articulation whatsoever are still still pricey, and that's the weird thing because I looked at say the Digimon stuff I used to have. They they start reselling it and you see the price eighty dollars. I said for this little shit, really? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, I think this is gonna be a little bit for a, a quarterly little bit for the podcast. But uh, yeah, this is this is damn. We did pretty good. Almost two hours. Almost. One of these days, we're gonna be exactly like the. Batman film three hours long. <laughs> I think the only one that is that long was our DC fandom video. It was like five hours long. Dude, that was just like <laughs> Vietnam for my life. <laughs> That's why always whenever someone brings up uh, Flash and calls it Flashpoint, I said my ass did not suffer numbness for it to be called Flashpoint, sir. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, yeah, so uh, next week, there's going to be some more stuff. All right, so we're going to close this out. But before that, I know I always have the plugs at the end of the show, in the in the, the ending the ending outro. But if you like what you hear, follow the S-Tier Podcast at Facebook.com slash S-Tier Podcast. Twitter at S-Tier Podcast 1. We're starting to post more on that side as well. Uh, Instagram at S underscore Tier Podcast. And on YouTube which is right now live. This will be available on YouTube right after. And this will also be available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. 
Wednesday at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. And this has been the S-Tier Podcast. Stay go at- Hawks, go. <laughs> Stay S-Tier. This has been the S-Tier Podcast. Follow us at Facebook.com slash S-Tier Podcast, Twitter.com slash S-Tier Podcast 1, and Instagram.com S-Tier Podcast. Stay S-Tier.